and welcome to the 51st episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the target to my Uniqlo, Brandon Gross. Does Target sell Uniqlo? No, no. There's a there's a famous famous. There's a like a shopping center that I went to today that had a Target and a Uniqlo in it at the same at the same oh. little. It's almost like a mall over by the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, in yeah. downtown Brooklyn. And I was there earlier today because I am buying clothing for a wedding that I'm leaving for tomorrow. Oh, very yeah. good. This is a well. F- first thing, I got I got two things. First thing okay. is I actually interviewed at a job. I interviewed at Uniqlo for a job when no I was in college. Because if you remember FSU, we went to Florida State. Um, they used to have a career fair, and I think Uniqlo. I don't know if they were there or there was just something. I somehow got an interview there, and I didn't even know what that was. I never shopped at that store. <laughs> okay. I don't think they're in Florida, right? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Was it like a? Was it? It wasn't a retail position. I'm assuming if it was, was a job uh, fair. It state. wasn't retail. Yeah, I can't. I think it was like some sort of vague like market. Vague. Vague marketing job in a corporate some office. Bullshit. Usual, yeah, us- yeah. usual shit. Uh, I, but I, I don't know if there's one in Florida. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know anything about it. In the in the interview, I didn't know anything about it. I did not get the job. You got to come in prepared, you know. But <laughs> you I didn't want it that. anyway. So I thought it was like a, you know, I thought it was a. Um, I don't know, like a, a math store, you know? <laughs> not a math store. It's H&M, essentially. It's pretty much just H&M, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, that's where just, you got your suit. Fast fashion, yes. And I and I was going to raise this question to you. So I got this suit. It is. It just screams cheap. It's does not, it does not look like it's well made. You know, it's like a $60 jacket. Wait, are you pants. a groomsman? No, but I, no, but I, I seriously underdressed for the last wedding that I was at with Miranda, and she kind of <laughs> put her foot down and was like, you can't wear khakis, a button-down, a tie, and a jean jacket to another wedding, or I'm going to kill you. So You wore a went, jean jacket to a wedding? Yeah, it was in Vermont, so like thematically it kind of fit. Like It was an outdoor wedding in well, Vermont. Well, what did they say? Because sometimes, sometimes I, they'll say things like, oh, this is denim chic. You know, they'll say some things yeah, that don't make yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess I was the one that was saying it was denim chic if anybody had asked, <laughs> yeah. but I was clearly, the, I, was, I was underdressed. I wasn't the least dressed person. There was a couple like... Uh, uh, southern family members of the bride and groom that that were right. a little bit you know a little bit more underdressed. They wore their but... Skinnerd shirts and yeah, they showed up oh. with their Skinnerd shirts. They were crushing yeah. Bud Lights. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> but but other than that, I was I was definitely bottom five dressed. So Miranda was like, "You can't do that this time." So I got off work today and I immediately went to the downtown Brooklyn. It was like shopping around and I found this suit. It, it it'll pass, you know. It's like it's gonna <laughs> pass. But I was I wanted to get your opinion. What do you think the chances are? Let's say I wear the suit to the wedding. I cut the tags off. I You're keep good. the ta- yeah. I keep the tags. I bring it back to Uniqlo, and I'm like, "Hey, sorry, I don't think I'm interested in this anymore. Can I get my money back?" But I, the tags fell off on when I was I don't know trying it on. Uh, can I get my money back? Do you think they'll give it to me? Uh, I don't think you can say the tags fell off like you're some sort of wizard. <laughs> you can't say that part, but I would ignore that part. I think you give as little information as possible. I think you say, "Hey, the suit ended up being a little tight on me." Yeah, or a little and big. A little big. Maybe a little big, probably because tight the big, lose weight, fatty. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like a little big. <laughs> a little big is probably, probably the way to do it. Um, I think you can do it. I mean, it's a little George Costanza-y, and I'm For not sure. against that. Because I definitely, sure. I remember once again in college, I got a nice wool sweatshirt. Whoa. A, wool, a wool sweater, excuse me. Um, I still have it. Um, and I washed it like an idiot because I didn't know wool you can't <laughs> you put in the wash. And I tried to bring it back, and then the the person that worked at the counter was like, "Did you wash this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." 
<laughs> oh no she was like oh yeah my boyfriend does that all the time it's wool you can't i'm sorry we can't take it and i'm like uh, okay all right, and i'll leave sorry. the tail between my legs so you can do it but be be forewarned you might get embarrassed yeah get um, prepared to be shut down i think i go in like being cautiously optimistic but you should just invest in a nice suit I know I should, especially you have, like, don't you have other weddings happening too? I feel like you're always telling me about you're going away. I do. Yeah. We have at least two, if not three more weddings this year. Dude, at least two. If just invest in a good suit. I'm telling you. I should. I'm, I'm financially down bad right now. If I'm being honest, this bachelor party is like been catching up to me and I'm not like, I'm, I'm not going to crack in my savings and I'm paying my credit card off. So it's like, I'm really like my credit card's already paid off. Like it's at zero. Thank God. Um, but I'm just like. It's I'm still paying the price of the bachelor party. I got another Venmo request today for eighty five dollars for like food. And I was like, what? OK, I'm I'm not going to call you a liar. I know you I know this is like it would be insane yeah. for you to lie about this, but it's just <laughs> frustrating. Two weeks sure. after a thing, I'm still paying like a fair, a good chunk of change for something, you know? See, I'm at the point now where if I go out to eat with a group of friends, mm hmm. I hate the, oh, you'll pay, you'll do this. I yeah, hate doing yeah. it in front of the server. Yeah. So I've I've become the guy where I'm like, I'll pay for it. But I'm not paying it fully. I will be like Venmo requesting people for it. But I will not do the, uh, I will not, in front of the server, I will not give them eight cards. I refuse. I, oh, I've, I've done that. We did that one time. On the bachelor party, we did that. We went to a, a steakhouse and they put 15 cards down. Can't and had do to it. split it up evenly. Cannot but do it. You're reminding me that I put my card down a couple times when our friends were visiting last weekend and I forgot to send Venmo requests. So, oh, you got to do it immediately, dude. You got to fuck yeah. it. That's the thing about it. That's the trick. You got to do it immediately. And then if they don't respond, be shameless. You follow up. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm yeah, all no, about it. I agree. I agree. But do you think it's too late now? It's been over. It's been about a week. Maybe, no, like you could do it. And in okay, fact, the friends it. that were in town last weekend, I remember I, I'm not trying to rat them out or anything, but there no, was a instance where we all went out to eat and I put my card down because I'm trying to look like Rack an adult in front of the up. server. Yeah, yeah I get it. It's good. a pride thing. Um, and I definitely Venmo requested one of them on mm -hmm. a Friday and then Monday okay. came and I was like nine, nine AM. I was like, Hey, when you get hey. a chance, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, you got to do it. You got to do I, it. And, and yes, you can follow up with them at this point. If people are hitting you up for 85 bucks, you can hit them up. For yeah. And be like, listen, was. I need some help. I need some help. I also have like Venmo requests from Miranda for like plane tickets. And she's, and uh, she's really good about buying all the stuff for our apartment, but really bad about Venmo requests. So like sh they'll, they'll, they'll start to compile. So right now I've got like $200 of Venmo requests from Miranda for just like household stuff, sheets, sure. paper towels, like fate, like bathroom hygiene stuff. Like just, Everything. So I, I got to do that. Um, but that's good to know. I'll hit them up. I'll hit them up about it. I had, uh, they won't, I won't be mad. No, no. I won't say who, but uh, very recently, cool. a friend and or roommate. I lost. Not, I don't hear you, sir. Oh, God damn it. All right. I'm back. Um, I keep forgetting okay. that I have to turn Bluetooth off on my phone if I, or if I oh, want yeah, it on my yeah, computer yeah. because it keeps connecting. I'm so stupid. Um, but what I was saying is I won't say who, but there is a, a friend or roommate who owed me for... Um, for uh, I pay the inter no I pay the electricity bill and then got another thing that I won't say because it will specifically call them out more than I'm comfortable doing and it was 19 days before it came through 19 oh, days I was waiting I I, I just didn't know a, I don't know the social uh, I don't know the th ugh, I don't know if I if I should do it I just got it in my head about it and then I just waited and eventually it was it was completed but yeah 19 I, days so that's funny I'm more shameless than you because I have a there was a member of our softball team you don't know them they're on the team okay. they're a newer edition um. And they were the only person not to pay me for 16 days. But I Ooh. I went let a week go by. I'll hit the remind, dude. I'll hit the remind yeah. on Venmo. 
I'll follow up with them like, hey, when you get a chance, like I'm shameless about it. I do not care. You owe me money. Yeah, no, you're right. Fuck you're you. right. I'm just I just get anxious about it in my head, and then it's like it, it, in this situation with somebody I lived with, so I'm like, is this weird? Is this awkward? Like, how's that work? But you're right. I should be better about it. I should be better about it. And I will, because guess what? Our friends are about to get a Venmo request for some soup dumplings we had last weekend. So Hell yeah. Soup dumplings. Just, just make it a fun thing on Venmo. Make make the, the title Soup Dumps, you know? Give, yeah, or like an emoji or something fun like that. An emoji. Yeah, they'll know what it is. They oh, they'll know it. what it is. Yeah, uh, I say do it. There's uh, there's another story that happened today that I teased you off the air before mm-hmm. we started recording um, that happened to me. So I was in downtown Brooklyn, right? I had my bag of suits. I had uh, <laughs> some, I went to Target and picked up a couple things from Randa. I was walking back. Um, my company is very generous, and one of the benefits that we have is that they give us um, $127 on a on a discardable debit card every month, so that we can buy the 30 di- 30 day unlimited subway pass. Um, so free transportation. Yeah. Really great perk. Love the benefit. And mine had just run out because it's the 31st today and, uh, it only lasts 30 days. So I didn't have enough. Um, I'm a little bit probably do this too much. I I jumped the turnstiles. If I, if I don't want to pay and I I was being a little cheap about it, I jumped the turnstiles. Yeah. Speaking of being frugal. Um, and I've never, ever gotten caught. I've done it probably 50 times since I've lived here, if not more. Um, and gotten pretty pretty uh, ballsy with it. And today I finally got caught. I jumped the turnstile at the the biggest the biggest subway station in Brooklyn, probably the Atlantic Barclays downtown station. I walk. I got my noise canceling headphones in. I'm listening to a podcast about Elden Ring, as one does. And I'm walking down the steps, and I'm like hearing this thing. I was like, "Can somebody call me?" And I turn around, and there's two police officers there. Um, and they're like, "Hey, c- pull over to the side." And I pulled over, and they were talking to them. And they're like, "Hey, do you uh, was there a reason why you jumped the turnstiles?" And I was like, "I'm not gonna lie. Well, they they caught me. They saw me doing it. I I." I work in law. I know that there are a thousand cameras in every fucking subway station in the entire city. Um, and I was like, I just was out of money. I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I don't really have an excuse. You caught me. I was out. Of, I just didn't have any money in my car. Meanwhile, I'm holding like $200 worth of Uniqlo in my hand. <laughs> like, I'm broke. Um, and they're like, all right, well, it's just a violation, which is essentially a ticket in New York City. Um, so have you ever been arrested before? And I was like, no, I've never been arrested before. They're like, okay, we just want to run your... Um, so I'm going to run your ID through our system, make sure there's no active warrants on you, and then uh, we'll, give you your, we'll give you your violation, t- and you can pay it online and go. And I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there. Um, I'm being polite. I'm just like, what? I, I got caught. You know, there's no hiding this, whatever. I just should I'm going along for the ride. Just tail between my legs. I'm sorry. Yep, I was wrong. Um, the guy takes my ID, and he goes, oh, Ju- uh, June, uh, do I want to say my birthday on here? Uh, June birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you? Oh, no way. I have the exact same birthday as you, except you're five years my senior. So I had a... 24 year old police officer who had a wedding ring on his hand shaming me and, and it's the busiest subway station in Brooklyn so there's people walking by staring at me oh, blah, 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 no. blah. Um, and I'm like yeah no way like it's my big 30 this year like excited for that and then he gives me the car back and he's like you are such a gentleman today that I'm just going to give you a warning but please don't do this again or we're going to have to give you a ticket and they let me go scot-free <laughs> they let me go scot-free so wow. I, I, I know gentlemen I think I know what gentleman actually means it was a uh, it was two uh two white guy cops yes, so i think with a like, white with a white guy with a suit back <laughs> yeah who said sir five times yes, they're like okay exactly. yeah. they're um, like to be honest the guy got a cheap suit I don't, <laughs> you know he might not have got money i don't know he said he was gonna keep the tags on and try to return yeah. it i we gotta get this guy that so there was a moment where i was like fuck i just accidentally spent three hundred dollars on a two hundred dollar suit today this wait did sucks. you have, do you have like the uh do you have airpods 
I had AirPods and they were noise canceling, so they were uh, following Did you really go with the, I, I know, <laughs> I don't, I have, don't money, have money, sir. <laughs> wearing brand, like wearing good sneakers. You should have just, ex- I mean, it worked in your favor, so there's nothing you should have done, but I'm saying you could have done the whole thing. It's like, oh, I work at a law firm. They give us the card. You could have done what you told me. The thing me. is that if I told him what, if, if I yes. told him I worked in defense, right. I think he would have been like, fuck you. You're right. You're and right. Then, actually, and so yeah. I didn't say anything. I didn't breathe a thing about that because I crossed my mind initially as I was like, I could use this as a tool. I could use this as like a potential like, oh, you know, we kind of work in the same field. But then I thought about it a little bit longer. and I was like, I think I'm just going to, you know, apologize. It was just weird not only getting caught for the first time. And this was stupid on me. I shouldn't have done this. This was six o'clock at one of the biggest, busiest subway stations in the city. Um, Of course, there's going to be police have somewhere. And Eric Adams, the new mayor, has been famously saying he's going to crack down more on turnstile jumping. So like. It's a new initiative. Like hey, I really, there's, if there's one thing that's important to do in New York, oh, it's please. to crack down on that. I can't. Yeah, we're doing broken window policy again. Yeah. I can't wait to see how New York City uh, starts to deal with this. But yeah, so I talked my way. I didn't talk my way out of it. I privileged my way out of it, um, mm-hmm. and 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 lived to see another day. So there was a moment where I was like, I could fight this. <laughs> Chris is or Chris, my my good friend is a uh, whatever. Chris, yeah, I've said his name a thousand times. Is a is an attorney. I think he could help me out. But no, I just accepted my fate, and it ended up working in my favor. So uh, <laughs> live to see another day, my friend. I like the idea of. Chris dealing with very hard hitting cases, and then you're like my <laughs> idiot friend who <laughs> jumped the turnstile. Jumped turn style. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, I no, okay, I was gonna give uh, probably too much case detail, so I won't do that. But there is there is an interesting story regarding turnstile jumping that I'll tell you on a on off the air. It's off air, okay. This is off for, air. This is not there. And if we decide it's okay, we'll make a bonus episode about Sam's. Yeah, legal we'll, do, we'll go through all my crazy with. war stories, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's up with you? What have you been doing? Uh, what have I, I've been trying to heal my knee since we last spoke. Oh, I that's keep right. Googling if it's infected or not. I don't think it is. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm okay there. Uh, but that's it. Work sucks. I know, you know, yeah, that's I've been there, done that dude. That's it. That's about it here. You know, it's uh, I spoke to you a few days ago. So I was just about to say, uh, I'll have something different. over the weekend maybe, but nothing, nothing pressing. I have, a, I do have a new iPhone sitting on my desk. Whoa. Um, congratulations. This is a story actually. So I, so new iPhone sitting on my desk, my phone, I don't know if you experienced this, but, uh, when I was texting you, but my phone occasionally would start texting by itself and just start words. Oh God. Oh, and no. chaos. And yeah. I don't, I think I avoided it with you, but like a few people, it would just be like, hello, the bathroom. Oh yes, mister. Hello there. <laughs> It'll just like have words. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I have to send a voicemail and be like, I'm sorry. My phone's doing this. So I fortunately had a big discount through T-Mobile. It sounds like we're doing oh, T-Mobile nice. ads. It's the second yeah, week in a row we've talked about T-Mobile. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a big discount. So I got a new iPhone 13 for pretty cheap. I was on the phone with like two hours on like two oh, hours God. with like three different people that all oh, that all sound like the same person. It was like almost a bit <laughs> um, on Sunday, uh, two hours. And I'm like, and I was making sure I was like, the plan's not changing. I was like, we're just, I'm just getting the phone. I like repeated. I was like constantly yes. like anal with them. And then uh, I show up, a box shows up and they gave me two tracking devices. Whoa. What? Two tracking two tra- devices. Apparently, T-Mobile sells track. I'm showing Sam right now. Whoa, on the camera. Oh my god, dude! This is Syn- some detective stuff. Sync up tracker. It says, uh, it says you can keep track of your backpack, bike, your ex girlfriend. Oh. It, it doesn't say ex girlfriend. <laughs> it says luggage. Um, but uh, but yeah. So they sent this, and they added two lines to the account. Uh, so I had to That's cancel cool. that. Uh, no, not cool. I, I mean, you get you... the tra- you get the you get the hardware for free though, right? 
No, I, I'm going to return this. They're oh, gonna charge, they're trying they're to upcharge charge for you. this. Oh, I thought this was like a thank you for your loyalty kind of thing. No, no, no. There was no... I think what happened was I asked, is there going to be a tracking number for the phone? And oh, they were like, two trackers, sir? Gotcha. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they got you good, dude. What are they, you gonna, so they said luggage? What were the three things? It said... Uh, Backpack, bike, luggage. I backpack. said ex-girlfriend. That wasn't actually. But, yeah, no, no, no. Backpack. Um, okay, I guess that makes sense. But bike, would you? Is it like sticky? Are you? I like guess if gonna... your bike gets stolen, uh huh. Which I know notoriously happened to one of your roommates in New York. Yes, uh, yes. If your your bike got stolen, uh, then you can find it. It's like, oh, it's it's uh, you know. I guess yeah. that works. Listen, I would. The thing about tracking those things is like I. I'm scared of the confrontation that is inevitably going to ensue by <laughs> tracking down the thing. Like I want, I, I, I had my, I left my iPhone in an Uber probably about 18 months ago and I was able to track it, but I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to go knock on these people's doors who have the balls to steal and sell an iPhone? Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm just going to eat my loss and, and, and never make this mistake again because of the financial punishment that I had because of it. So we have a um, common theme today of you not wanting to do confrontation. I think this is, <laughs> not the, this is therapy man. today. I think actually, yeah, I know this is working out in our favor. It's working out, but Brandon, we have a wonderful guest. We're talking Miami Marlins today. We got our Miami Marlins preview episode. Marlins preview. This is one of my favorite guests. I think I I'm excited. They, they're very knowledgeable. They're very uh, charming. They're great. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but of course, Brandon, as you know, we're now part of Sports Drink Network, which means before we get to that, we got some ads. This episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season. Maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet. Maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than three dollars a day. Three dollars a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. And a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds. Have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there. 
I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. And we're back, Brandon. Great ad read, but you know what? Not as great as the guest we got on today's episode. You know him from the NL Feast podcast and from his Twitter handle, at NL Feast Sam. Welcome to the show, Sam Clark. Sam. Oh, my God. It's so great to have you on the show. Uh, we talk a lot about you, to be honest. Uh, really? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Good stuff, I hope. All good things, I hope. I, I want you to commit to this the whole time. And you're like, you're do, asking questions to yourself. Yeah, I just yes-handed myself into a really bad improv scene. Is what yeah. just happened here. <laughs> um, but yes, unfortunately, we had a phenomenal guest who was too busy covering the Marlins, honestly, to make it out, which is the best excuse to have for a Miami Marlins uh, potential guest for a season preview. So we said, who's the other most knowledgeable person we can get in a three-minute time period? And that happened to be me, Brandon. So I'm going to help us break down the future of the Miami Marlins 2022 season go through all the roster moves we made our potentials our expectations what the fan base should be looking out for and i'm excited brandon because very rarely do we get the moment to just fully indulge in, in our own teams because this podcast requires us to cover the the all that is the nl east and it becomes a little homery if we start talking too much about one of our teams we're a little self-conscious about that but today baby not today we can talk and we can uh, we can dig into the miami marlins we got an excuse for you to indulge in, in fish nation and you know what? i think you are as knowledgeable as any guest we'd have have oh, on the stop. podcast to talk fish oh, I, I mean it i mean it. i know a lot about the fish because you know a lot about the fish so. that's true same way with the mats you know uh i think my most famous like proved to everybody how well i know the marlins is when i forgot that they had dfa lewis brinson and he was and i knew about it <laughs> yeah, that's true. so you know not my best moment but uh we're, we're working with what we got here brandon not every guest can be a, a, a super uh what's the word i'm looking for know everything about the team and for yeah. the, for me that's that's just uh, right on brand so here we are here we are that's um, what this podcast is about so Miami Marlins, I think as of right now, let's check the fan graphs, are projected somewhere in the mid-70s for wins. Now, the Marlins season last year um, was not as good as people thought. We were sellers at the deadline. We didn't meet expectations. Um, and, and I'm interested to see where they expect us to go in 2022. I, uh, I know that I think we're around the 20th, 20th, I think, in the, in the, the rankings of teams. Um, so right now, let's take a look. So we have a 2.2% chance of clinching a buy, 3.4% chance of winning the division, around a 20% chance of making the playoffs, 23% chance of making the playoffs. So not awful, but we're projected at an 80, 80, 80 and a half wins, 81 and a half losses on fan graphs. Um, so, you know, that's an improvement, but I think at the, I think Marlins fans would be happy with a, a 500 or slightly above 500 season, because I think it's been since 2009, since we had a 500 season. Something along those lines, like well, a really disgraceful. Well, 20, 2020, though, just you don't you're not, you're not counting that because no, 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 yeah, yeah, because it wasn't a full season. Um, but but yeah, dude, I, I think the future's bright for the fish. Where, where are you at? I, I know you hear I, a lot about the Marlins. Let's hear. No, what you, what I, I, I totally agree. I think the big and we've spoke about it at nauseum is the lack of center field. Yes, acquisition is almost painful. Like I've uh, like vicariously living through you and other Marlins people that we've connected with over this podcast. God, it's like just you just needed that, guys. It's like I you were I the team would look so much better, not even with a Brian Reynolds, but with Loriano, who I, I pitched and who became a hot name in Marlins. After, 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 after we brought I came it, up yeah, with it. After we brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, someone like that, like they just needed someone who could play center field. And it's like I they know, can't be dude. trotting out Brian 
uh, Anderson's old bag of bones out there in center field, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. a bit upsetting because they're doing what the Phillies are doing in the sense that they're like, oh, fuck defense, we're going to hit bombs. But yes. they're not going to hit bombs to the extent of Castellanos and Schwarber absolutely being on not. the same team. Or absolutely Harper, not. Yeah, absolutely not. And no. also the center field in uh, uh, Miami, which we've talked about also at nauseum, is massive. Mm-hmm. Huge. How can you put... Brian Anderson, I know he's not going to be the main starter, but it's like, how can you do that and then have Roman Quinn as your fourth outfielder, whatever they plan on doing? Yeah, or Abisel Garcia was out there for a little bit. I know they had, um, they've had just like everybody that they think Jesus Sanchez was playing a good amount of center field and seems to be our starting center fielder. And today was a weird day, Brandon, because I was in court and wasn't able to look at my phone. I got yelled at twice by court officers because I was looking at my phone too much during court proceedings. You were getting yelled at today. You got in trouble with the law today. I was about to say the officers were coming for my throat today. Um, This the officer was very nice at court. She really was wasn't like putting me on blast. I was just embarrassed because I had coworkers around and I got called out for being on my phone. But um, but because of that, you were keeping me up to date with the Brian Reynolds saga, what, 8.0 at this point? It feels like every every week we're on Twitter, yep. and, and they and he gets brought up in trade rumors. And I saw Mitch today talking about how there's a reason why he keeps getting brought up. It's because the Pirates are still entertaining offers, even if they keep saying they're not entertaining offers. Um, and it got me worried because they were, they were linking Brian Reynolds to the Padres, and Brian Reynolds has, I think, got four more years of team control. All-star switch hitting center fielder would be a huge improvement for the Marlins in center field, and, and a lot of people had him linked. Uh, to the Marlins in the offseason, and it never happened. And I don't know if the asking a price was too high. I'm sure that played a big part in it. Um, but today was a day where I thought the I thought the dominoes would fall. I thought the the chips would fall. The dominoes would fall. What am I trying to say here? The the oh, chips. Now, the the uh, I don't know. Now I'm. We're both in our heads. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't the, know. It's the first time we said this. We're maybe about a little under thirty minutes in. We're mm-hmm. both idiots. We don't know what we're talking about. Guess what? Did you find out we're <laughs> morons just now? <laughs> it took you 25 minutes. Um, but yeah, so I think that there was a, a bit of optimism today because also Brian Reynolds didn't go out with the team initially. I don't know if you saw that. He wasn't found. I think you texted me yes. that the link. And so people were hypothesizing that he was uh, he was in a deal that hadn't been announced yet. But then he did end up playing for the Pirates today and did end up hitting a home run, I saw. So I uh, hope that that just raised his asking price. Um, but yeah, center field is our biggest mark. And it's, and it's weird because a lot of our offseason acquisitions did it address things that were issues um in last season our infield depth was atrocious 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 goodness gracious um we rolled out isan diaz way too much we had um jose devers playing shortstop for a while remember that uh we just had a bunch of who was the joe panic was out there playing for a while yeah. um and so in the offseason we did a straight one for one trade with the rays um we did cameron meisner an outfield prospect for us in a, uh in in exchange for joey wendell uh all-star utility man essentially plays anywhere in the infield it seems yeah um and and he will be a noticeable improvement, especially if we start moving Brian Anderson out into weird corner outfields or, God forbid, center outfield spots. Um, we'll have Joey Wendell, who can play a mean third base, Miguel Rojas and shortstop. I mean, Joey can play second base if we want to move Jazz to shortstop, give Miggy the day up. Like, there's a lot of opportunity and possibilities there. And if, God forbid, one of the middle infielders or one of even, even a third baseman goes down with an injury for a, an extended period of time, we won't be hurting nearly as bad. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, the Marlins acquired J- Jacob Stallings from the from the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think Zach Thompson, Kyle Nichols were the two big pieces yep. in that trade. Um, and and famously, we had the worst defensive catchers in the league last year. And I think Jorge Alfaro had somewhere around like a, uh, a 50 WRC plus offense. I may be exaggerating a little bit, but it was an abysmal offensive season. 
we've told the anecdote a thousand times, but the left field error that led to the Mets walking off the Marlins at a game that I was in attendance for was a brutal moment. Um, and so now I also don't know if you've seen this, but Jorge Alfaro's hit like three homers in bombs for the Padres. Yeah, yeah. I know, dude, I know. Um, but we have Jacob Stallings, the best defensive catcher in baseball, um, yeah. behind the dish now, which will only, uh, accentuate our strength of starting pitching, I think. Um, but I, it, it still left a little bit to be desired for Marlins fans out yeah. there. We had no bullpen acquisitions, really a couple small, small moves here and there. Um, and then no center fielder. So they're yeah. hoping they're hoping that our boy Jesus Sanchez will, will do a majority of the center field play this year. Um, but we, we also sent Brian De La Cruz down to AAA. So weird. Yeah, and he had a phenomenal like 50-game stretch last year after the trade deadline. We acquired him for, uh, for Yimmy Garcia from the Astros. Um, so, yeah, man, I think, I think it is an improvement. This team is maybe about 10 wins better than we were last year, but is it yeah. enough to push us to the playoffs? Who's to say? It, it requires a lot of things to happen. The, yeah, the Marlins are, you know, I don't want the center field and lack of bullpen uh, situations to take away, but the Marlins are a heavily improved team. Heavily improved team. I mean, Joey Wendell, people forget, was a star on the Rays last year. He was he was an integral part of their team, um, and I think he's going to surprise some people because I feel like Avisel Garcia and um, and Soler are more talked about than him, but it's like, I think he's going to be a great part of the team. And, and I think it all lies in the pitching staff like the Marlins can be a 500 team and I know everyone in Fish Nation wants it to be wants them to be well above 500 but it's like they certainly can be a 500 team as long as the pitching staff lives up to the hype and And by all accounts stay healthy by all accounts I think they should um but man it's like especially when you're in a division like if you're in the NL Central maybe you can like fly with what you got there. Talk you know ourselves I mean? into yeah, yeah. A second I mean, place you can run. Compete with the Cardinals part. and Brewers a little bit, but it's like if if you're in a team like the Mets signed everyone under the sun, the Braves somehow got better after yeah. being a World Series team with the most lethal bullpen of all time, maybe a younger, uh better version of Freddie Freeman possibly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and and the Phillies are just gonna hit bombs. It's like when you have those three powerhouse teams It's so hard. It's like God, it's like you guys have to max it out. You have to get a center field, you have to get like, why couldn't they have gotten uh, Corey Kniebel uh, yeah. from, like, the Phillies got him? It's like, or why Kenley couldn't the Marlins Jansen. have picked him up? Kenley Jansen. That Went to the Braves. was not big at all. No. It's like, why, I don't understand why they couldn't have done that. And it's like, you know they have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's kind of weird because it's also um, under the cloud of Jeter li- leaving, right? Because yes, the rumor, the rumors were like, oh, it's like he wanted Castellanos and, the, and, and uh, the rest of the Marlins front office didn't. That was sort of the rumor. I don't know if that's true. I think Mish... Yeah, uh, it was a money-spending thing. Yeah, it was like... Mish a, said and, no, but... But who knows? I mean, knows? the Marlins yeah. didn't put their money where their mouth is, literally, you know? Yeah, so, something happened. Something happened. So, I mean, I don't know if they're maybe just going to wait. They're going to try to hang around 500. There's the 12-team playoff now. Maybe they'll try to nab Loriano or someone like that when the A's are way out of it Yeah, uh, at, in July. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I could see us making – I know uh, – and we keep we keep referring to him as Mish, but Craig Mish, the Marlins beat reporter, yes. uh, works for the Miami Herald, also has a uh, has a fantasy baseball podcast. Is just very very connected with the club and has been for a while now. Keep saying anything could happen. We could have a day before opening day trade dead. Like well, there's a thousand things that could happen. Don't don't uh don't get too worked up just yet. But is also agreeing that it's been a disappointing post lockout offseason because that's the other thing is that with the exception of the Jorge Soler contract. All of this happened. All these offseason offseason acquisitions and trades happened previous to the lockout, and so I think there was a lot of momentum built up in Marlins community and Marlins fan base where we expected that to continue into the post lockout season. Um, 
And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And we just kept looking around as our division got better. But we got we, we maintained the same. Um, and, and to think that you're going to put Dylan Floro out as your closer. He's already got shoulder issues right now. It looks like he's not going to be there for the start of the season. You got Anthony Bass. And like, I love Anthony Bender. We love Bender. Bender mania. But Bender mania. Like, is he a closer? Does he have that ability? I know he worked on a second uh, or third pitch, excuse me. And maybe that would help a lot. Uh, does Max Meyer get brought up early and, and, and step into the closer spot? He's got two uh, plus pitches with one of the best sliders in baseball right now um, as a triple-A player. Uh, do we bring him up as a closer? Uh, does he leave in a Brian Reynolds trade? Like, we, we really don't know what's going to happen. So I, I, I'm not saying we're doing this episode prematurely because we were have uh, literally we're recording this in a week uh, from now starts opening day. So I don't know how much more we could have put our <laughs> put it to put it to the test. But um, but yeah, it, it, it left a little bit to be desired. I also think, though, thinking of previous Marlins offseasons in the last couple of years, I mean, we, I guess we had the Corey Dickerson contract two years ago, Jesus Aguilar contract. Like, there's been a couple moves, but these it feels like we put our chips in the center a little bit more than we have previously. But even if it, even if it is not as much as we were expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if you see, if you see some action earlier than July, if you see a May 15th trade, if, if, if you feel like your teams, Hey, we're really struggling, uh, in center field defensively A's are already, you know, way out of it. A's, A's are looking terrible this year. Yeah. I wonder if you do see, I know I keep harping on Laureano, but any other no, center fielder a from a team that's, that's out of it. Like, do you see that acquisition a little bit earlier? You know, if they're going to wait and see mode, see if they can compete and stick with the, the division, you know, through July. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I wonder if that's going to happen. Um, also, we we're talking about Joey Wendell. So last year he had uh, 3.8 war on the Rays last year, uh, wow. 11 homers, uh, 54 RBI, eight stolen bases, 110 uh, OPS plus, 741 OPS. So not incredible numbers, not, yeah, not but flying off the paper or anything, but, uh, so I mean, three point eight WAR is like is very good. That's so, very good. That's very yeah. good. That's very good. And also, it's like again, think about who he's not going to be. He's not going to be Isan Diaz. He's not going to be Joe Panic. He's yep. not going to be um, Devers, like it, it, Jose Devers, <laughs> not Rafael <Yeah>. Devers, obviously. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and also the weird thing, I was looking at the schedule um, uh, this last week, trying to like see what see where we could be at the end of the month. And with the exception of our series with the Nationals, we have no easy series. We open up on the road against the Giants, three-game series with the Giants, immediately oh, brutal. Immediately into a two-game series with the Angels, which, I mean, if Syndergaard is anything like he was on the Mets, I mean, they have two MVPs, two of the best players in baseball on their team. They've made some improvements. Like, they're, they're not giving up by any stretch of the imagination. Then we do four games against the Phillies, who I we could win those games. We could at least split the series with the Phillies. I don't think yeah. that's completely out of control, especially uh, or completely out of the picture, depending on who our starters are, who their starters are, how it lines up. Um, but then we do Cardinals, Braves, Nationals, Mariners, and the Mariners got better this year, and they could have the Mariners the number great one, team, yeah. yeah, they could have the number one prospect in baseball starting in center field with them. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's not an easy month, uh, and, and it and it's. Maybe they make a panic move, but I think my biggest fear a is a Joe that, panic move. Way well, hey, now we're talking. Uh, but I think my biggest fear is that they they write off this season too early and then trade Solaire. You know what I mean? Just like start to uh, start to try to rebuild. I mean rebuild. There we already have such a phenomenal farm system, but bolster the farm system um, and and be like this isn't our year. Maybe next year's our year. And mind you, I mean, the Braves have, what, uh, Albies, Acuna, Olsen under contract for the foreseeable future, have young yeah. pitching. Like, this division's not getting worse next year. You know what I That's mean? That's what I'm saying. There's no point in doing that. It's like you yeah. have the prospects now. You have a deep pitching staff. You can you don't, you don't hate to see it, but you can trade an Eater or Meyer. I don't know how. No, absolutely. Are, no. Obviously, but it's like you can do that, and good teams do do that. 
Yes. They and trade I, they trade top prospects. They do I think, that. So. I think that's the worry is that we're 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 holding on to our top prospects too much. We have Max Meyer, who seems to be one of the best pitching prospects in baseball. We have Yuri Perez, who's an 18-year-old, like 6'7". I don't know how tall he is. He's a monster, though, um, who's already looking phenomenal. Um, could be like a top 10 prospect by the end of the year if he keeps up uh, the expectations that were set for him already. Um, Khalil Watson, our first-round draft pick last year. You know, we like do have a deep farm system right now, and it's it's great to see guys that could be stellar major leaguers in five years but waiting around for that like one of the reasons you build your farm system up is so that you can make trades like this and acquire all-star players especially when you're a team like the marlins that's not going to be spending a ton of money um and then to watch them sit on their hands i get not wanting to give up max meyer i saw his stuff in spring training so far he's been a monster he threw four perfect innings against your mets he's looked really really good i get that but then you said jake eater he had tommy john surgery at the in the middle of last year and like was probably one of the better draft picks of his year. What was he? 2020, I think. Um, and it was like a, uh, later round draft pick and, and really exceeded expectations. But guess what? We have Sixto, Edward Cabrera, Max Meyer, Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, Trevor Rogers, Yuri. Like we have the, uh, we have the, the backup plan of one of these guys doesn't work out. Eliezer Hernandez, um, that we could even trade a couple of these dudes and still have the depth there to kind of cover our asses. So I think that's where Marlins fans get a little upset. Yeah, yeah, as they should. I mean, I uh, you were listing some of the pitchers there. I think it's going to live and die by that because you can, if you look at the Brewers, the Brewers have not had amazing offense mm-hmm. in their playoff years. Mm-hmm. They've been able to get by with some amazing pitching. Phenomenal pitching, yeah. Phenomenal pitching. Um, so, I mean, I think that's a good model for, that's a good model for the Marlins, you know, and, and their offense may be even a little a step above some of those Brewers teams, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, because they, they made the playoffs with, you know, with no Yelich, with the with the struggling Lorenzo Cain, yeah. and Avisel Garcia. And, and Avisel Garcia, yeah, Willie Adames. But they, yeah. I think the difference is, though, that the Brewers have a good pen. Even if it's just two yes. very talented uh, eighth and ninth inning guys and Josh Hader and Devin Williams, like, they still have two top-tier guys, and we don't have a C-tier guy. Like, I, I yeah. we have, like, yeah, we're just really scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the bullpen. And like we saw last year in the world series run that the Braves made like bullpens will make or break you. If you have a good bullpen yeah. that if you have a starter throw six really good innings, then you can do seven, eight and nine um, in, in trusting the right guys. Like that makes a huge difference. Uh, and I think that worries me a little bit too. So, I'm hope here's to hoping the Marlins don't uh, don't sit on their hands. Maybe in a week this podcast will have aged poorly because we did something, we acquired somebody. Sure. Um, it's just crazy right we're still now, talking about it because we've talked about it so much and for months still a, now. Yeah, months, the same subject, months, months, months. subject. And I guess it's because the like I said, a majority of our moves are on the other side of the lockout. So it's weird to be like still sitting here talking since January yeah. uh, about the same moves. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. This episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season. Maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little Athletic Greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. 
It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet, maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. $3 a day, that's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens and ace sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds. Have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right athletes and insiders not just schmoes like me it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and reacting to all the breaking news i got on there i got some friends i got some followers and i got into arguments where i found out i was wrong but you're going to be right when you get color cast download it today it is free to use bring those spicy takes baby brandon where do you see this team finishing in the division Today, no center fielder, no bullpen acquisitions. Well, first off, I give them a, I think a, a I'll give them a B minus in their offseason moves. Yeah, I'd even give um, them a B. That's the thing is like Stallings B, yeah. and Wendell and Solaire are all immediate contributors to the team. Yes, but yeah, not not exactly not everything we needed was done. So I, I agree yes. with B ish. Yes. Um, I mean, I the I keep coming back to the pitching staff, and I do think on paper, I do think the upside on the Marlins is much higher than the Phillies upside in their rotation. I agree with that. I much with higher. That. And then the upside for the Mets and Braves are kind of through the roof with the rotations. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Mets more so than Braves because they have the veteran guys. Um, but I mean, it lives and dies by the, by, by the rotation. And I'll say that the Marlins could finish third in this division. I could absolutely see it because their defense is better than the Phillies. I think their rotation is better than the Phillies. I Bullpen's agree with that. comparable. Yeah, comparable. Also comparable really, to completely agree. Um, I mean, they're going to play a different type of game, you know, than mm-hmm. the Marlins will. Um, they do have Solaire, and they and uh, who's going to be a similar, who's a similar type of player than the big meat boys are on the Phillies. But I, I will, I'll be positive on the Marlins because I'm always a pro pitching team yes. i like like the 2015 mets who and you're talking to me so you gotta you gotta, you gotta yeah be, be careful with your words i don't care i'll piss you off man <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think third place is not unreasonable and i also i don't think that like the the last spot in the playoffs is unreasonable there's gonna be stiff competition on paper there's obviously yeah. all on paper but there's gonna be stiff competition between them giants pirates the second place team in the NL East. Like there's going to be, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's going to be, be stiff competition there, but I don't think it's unreasonable because of that pitching um, to, Oh my God, is my thing. Okay, good. I saw a little, I thought my, I had an issue with my audio. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's possible that, that, that fish nation could be sniffing a playoff uh, berth, but I, 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 I just wish that they could have gotten at least a, 
defensive-minded center field. If they got Kermeyer, I'd be feeling yeah. better, you know? I feel so. you. I, I think my expectations are very similar to yours. I think optimistically third place, realistically fourth place. I think that we're a 500 team. Um, I think if we get a better center fielder, that could buy us a few more wins, and then who knows what happens. Um, but I think as of right now, if everything goes according to plan, and I, and one of the questions that I asked a lot of our guests is what are what are the fans going to be trying to watch? And I think um, this is kind of the it's a weird it's a weird uh, contrast to the, to the answers that we got from our other guests. But the things that I think the fans of the Marlins are going to be watching is the same thing that I think fans of baseball are going to be watching on the Marlins, which is one. How does Jazz Chisholm develop? Is he does he take the next leap? Does he have like a 25-25 season? Is he does he live up to the expectations? He's already so popular nationally, it's not even not even close. Despite the fact he's not the he's maybe the, in the top five best players on the Marlins, um, uh, but he's marketed as our as our star and rightfully so, a charismatic young individual with a lot of potential. Um, to Sandy is Sandy in the Cy Young contention? If Sandy's in the Cy Young contention, and then we have. Pablo Lopez and Trevor Rogers behind him. Who knows if Edward Cabrera gets it together? We didn't even talk about Jesus Lazardo when I was going through the young pitching. Who's had a good um, spring, right? Yeah, he's had a great spring. He's throwing 99 now. He seemed like he's got his fastball. Wow. Okay. It, honestly, it seems like he stole two miles an hour from Pablo Lopez, whose fastball has been a little down. Um, but I mean, yeah, if any if any of those guys hit, like we're gonna we're gonna have Edward Cabrera and Max Meyer and AAA waiting to come up if there's an injury. Um, and so I think to get in the third place, you're right. The starting pitching needs to hit. Um, not hit literally, uh, but the starting <laughs> pitching needs to, to, to stay its course and continue to improve. Um, and, and like I said, if I'm a, if I'm a baseball fan and I'm watching the Marlins, I want to see, I, do you think Trevor Rogers is a national name? He's not right. Mm, I don't think so. I think, uh, with the baseball nerds that we talk to, yeah, I think so. But I think if, if I asked a casual friend of mine that likes baseball, I think they'd be like, no, no I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with baseball, right? I mean, look at it from a macro level. It's like. Sandy Alcantara might Alcantara, excuse me, might not know uh, who that is. Not, too. Yeah, people might not, um, not know who. He but is. yeah, I think that that's what I'll be watching for. I'll be watching for the development of the young guys. Maybe maybe a Blade gets brought up. Like I like if sure. we if we're yeah, out of it in September, him, yeah. like maybe a Blade gets brought up. Uh, maybe a Peyton Burdick gets brought up. There's a couple outfield prospects I could see some time. Um, I think I that's see the good. The, I mean, I think that's the good thing with the fish is that if there are any injuries, pitching wise or outfield yeah, right mainly outfield then yeah. it's like well then you can see some of these young guys and who knows you know sometimes that's what you need on a team is like that spark of like a young yeah. young blood coming up and getting and, hot uh, and changing changing the vibe of the team so that's the positive thing that's something that marlins fans can look forward to is like seeing some of these young guys at some point in it or not this season yeah. we'll see them yeah absolutely um so i think that's what i'll be looking for you know i love jesus sanchez brandon and i saw him at a jumbo shrimp game yeah. where we saw wander franco starling Marte was there for injury uh yeah. rehabbing and then uh vidal brujan that other prospect for the rays josh lau or low i never know how those rays guys pronounce their last name i think he's lau he's lau because remember there's one of them i think he's the oh, guy brandon 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 right? brandon yeah. low and then nathan lau who's the first baseman for the rangers now i think Okay, and okay. he got pissed off once because his name got mispronounced, and he put he had a huffy uh, or a huffy fit. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. An old huffy fit. An old huffy fit. That's the um, new name in the podcast. Huffy fit. <laughs> huffy fit added to the list. Um, but yeah, that's where my head's at as a Marlins fan. I want us to make the playoffs, even if it's a, a wild card elimination or um, a play in elimination. Is the play in still there? Did they did they eliminate the play in with the expanded teams? Uh, we should yeah, know this. Think- we have a baseball podcast. <laughs> Wait, wait. What do you mean? What do you mean playing? Like the, you know how there would be the one, like the Yankees Red Sox game last season. Oh, you're, okay. I know. What you're like talking the about. well one game series playing thing. You know what I'm talking about? Well, there's no, there's no wild card. Is that what you're Anymore. saying? Like a wild card? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, it's okay, limited, right? right? Yeah, gone. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. so it's all it's all three game series. It's all now. three game series. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think that maybe the Marlins are in a wild card, and I think that that's something to build upon. Like it'll get the fan base excited if we're there, um, and hopefully can continue. Like because that's how we felt going into twenty twenty one, right? Is like, hey, we want a series in the playoffs. We're not like we're building towards something here. And then last year was a was a bit of a fall off, obviously. So. So yeah, I'm I'm, re- I'm maintaining my cautious optimism. I'm not going to say the Marlins are going to concretely be in third. I could absolutely see Aaron Nola stepping back up, and then the Phillies' offense just raking. Yeah. I mean, they had a good defensive play today. Did you see that on Twitter? The Phillies did. Yeah, the Phillies had like Didi Gregorius had like a diving catch that went into a double play. It was really impressive. Oh, okay. Ma- so. Maybe his COVID arm healed up. That's true. Yeah, maybe the vaccine finally stopped bothering yeah. him. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's where I'm at with the Marlins. I'm expecting somewhere around 80 wins, 81 wins. Let's hopefully get to 500. Um, I think that would be seen as a success in the. In the I think I I do think that there that they'll be an exciting team to watch. Might be frustrating bullpen wise. You know, I don't know if you want to see Anthony Bass against Kyle Schwarber in the ninth inning. You know, you, you might have some know. some of those games. Yeah, might be a little frustrating. But um, I think they'll be an exciting team to watch. For most of the season, like you're not going to have, I remember there's a stretch in July where like, you're like, they're out. They got swept by the pirates. Like, I don't (laughs) think, I don't, obviously teams go through ups and downs. I don't think there'll be too many times where where they're getting swept by teams like the pirates. Let's hope we're not sellers of the deadlines, but instead we're buyers. But Brandon, that's our Marlin season preview. Like I said, 80 and 80, 81 and 81. I'll take it any day. Uh, the, the stiff competition in our division and, and maybe we'll curse ourselves like we did last year where we say this is the best division in baseball. And then, you know, it doesn't turn out to be that way. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the NL West out there. Maybe who knows who's going to take another huge leap. Um, but yeah, dude, I think that's it for the Marlins season. Um, and that does it for this season preview, Brandon. We got a couple more ads and we will be right back. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org. Or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. All right. What ad reads again, Brandon? We really nailed it. I'll tell you what. We really nailed it. Now, uh, uh, this is the end of our episode, Brandon. But like we did last week, we did a little feature future fans on the show. We're going to be bringing it back, but with a twist this time. So I was the Marlins guest, obviously, for a show guest on your own podcast. Really? Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, And so I'm going to scroll through my Twitter account. And as I as I see a Marlins Twitter personality, we will give them a shout out. um, And hopefully we get some new people because I know we've done this before. um, And maybe we'll get some backlash. Remember that time that the they who must not be named said, why are you tagging us in these things? Yes. Yes. That was Braves Nation, though. That was Braves Nation. Nation. Yes. That was also, though, we'll give a shout out to an in sports drink network. Uh, uh, Austin Riley Rakes at Riley Rakes of the Chatting Average podcast. It's also Average Chat. No, it's Chatting Average. Yeah, yeah Chatting, chatting Average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I looked on his Twitter profile and the at was Average Chatting. I got confused. Mm. Um, he he's been. We've been having some interaction. So a little Sports Drink Network love going on the t- the Twitter profile or the Twitter uh, the Twitter page that I love to see. Wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were looking for people. Oh no! I was just. I was waiting for responses. I kept. Going. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you were looking for people. I was looking for people. No, no, no! You're totally cut fine. it I out. Was, cut it out. I, <laughs> you I, gotta, I marked it down it. already. Um, sorry. I, uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but I was. What'd you say? What'd you say? I, I was all? saying Austin Riley Rakes. Glad to have some. Uh, glad to have some interactions with you. We have to get you on the podcast soon to talk Braves. Um, but all right, I'm scrolling through here. We got we got uh, MLB Fox Network saying that. Uh, the City Connect jerseys are in MLB The Show 2022, which comes out at midnight tonight, Brandon. We didn't talk about that. The All new the baseball, jerseys? The new baseball video game comes out at midnight tonight. Oh, the video games. I'll be staying up and playing. I'll miss my flight tomorrow because I overslept because I was too busy or too busy playing video games late into the night. Um, unfortunately, not a lot of Marlins. Oh, we got Fish on the Farm. Okay. That's at Marlins Miners. Fish on the Farm, the official Twitter account of Fish on the Farm and the Swimming Upstream podcast. Great coverage of all things Marlins, but a specific uh, a specific what's the word I'm looking for here, Brandon? Uh, emphasis on on the mm-hmm. on the young guys, which is always great to see. Um, who else we got? A lot of a lot of Miami Dolphins. Maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe this wasn't gonna this wasn't as easy as I thought it was gonna be. We got our boy Peter Pratt, the famous guest of the lost episode, the NL Feast episode that never will see the light of day. That's at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Peter, we miss you, we love you, we gotta get you on. Um I, who else I've we realized got? we have issues with our Marlins. Our Marlins guests are our issues. Yes, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. We have also man on second baseball. That's at man on Second, uh, the number, not the word. Uh, Joe Frazario, former Palm Beach Post guy, I think, uh, oh, yeah. and and longtime Marlins, um, longtime Marlins follower. Uh, big shout out to them and his and his new uh, endeavor. I think he retired and then made this for fun. So you'd love to see that. And then finally, Ethan Badowski of Just Baseball. I don't know if we shouted him out before. Would love to have him on the podcast. A great Marlins mind. Um, part of uh, our boys, Aram and Peter's uh, Just Baseball Network, Just Baseball Media, excuse me, um, and would love to have him on come chat. So I think that's it for now, Brandon. I'm scared if I keep scrolling, I'm going to get too many Miami Dolphins hey. things or memes. Oh. The only person I have is Mr. Jazz Chisholm Jr. Ooh. at J underscore Chisholm 3. Come on the podcast. You probably can't now because you're very busy. Yes. But after the season, after the Marlins win the World Series. Hey. Uh, hey, if it happens, we can go back to this podcast. That's and be true. Like, we'll look like geniuses. Look, look at this. I'm a genius. Yeah. Um, We'll have you on next off season. Let's do a Christmas episode with Jazz. I love that. We'll do a Christmas episode with Jazz. I can uh, I can try to patiently wait behind a bunch of uh, of small children to try to get his autograph again in the men's game come this year. <laughs> you get were just thirty take- year old out of here. I remember you taking pictures and you were sending it to me. I was like, all right, you got to stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was alone. I was this. alone at a baseball game. I, know, I, I, I know. had nothing else to do. Um, but Brandon, I think that's it for our episode. A little bit of a shorter one today, but unfortunately, um, we we get too good of guests that are actually busy doing other baseball things that require. Exactly. Uh, than being present as opposed to our dumb podcast. But Brandon, anything you want to plug before we get you on out of here? Uh, you can follow my Twitter at Brando Grosso. Where can we follow your Twitter, sir? Follow the guest of today's episode at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Twitter at NL Feast and make sure to shoot us an email. Billy the Marxist, if you're still alive, NLFeastPod at gmail.com. Didn't hear from you last week, Billy. A little worried that Are we you lost okay? you. We'll put Are you on the milk cartons. Yes, yes. Tap twice in Morse code. Maybe we can hear it all the way from South Florida. Um, but Brandon, I think that does it for us. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.